Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Bob the Tomato. And I'm Larry the Cucumber. And thank you for tuning in. And now it's time for Silly Songs with Larry. So this album released in 2005. This is the first full only Silly Song collection. What were your first instance thoughts about this, Larry? I thought it was really good. Like, I love this. It's so good. Grew up with it. Like, this is a this is classic top tier album. It is. And it like these are like a lot of the more popular songs that you still hear to this day. Like they have like these silly songs that come out nowadays, but you just don't know them as well as these ones. So, Indeed, yeah. So the first one is the Water Buffalo song. This is the first ever silly song with Larry. This one was released in 1993 and it was featured on the episode of Where God When I'm Scared. This is the first one I think I remember watching like on a Sunday at like church or just like one day I was just watching and this is like the most popular one and everyone sings I want a water buffalo so same yeah this is the first one I remember watching as well it definitely is my favorite one out of all the silly songs so many memories and it's just such a fun one too especially for a first song they knocked it out of the park and like I remember all these kids were like I want a water buffalo and everyone was like wanting one for Christmas at one point (laughs) (laughs) of course uh, the next song on this album was the hairbrush song. This is Larry's signature silly song. So this is his most popular and his nothing he's known for. This was released in 1995, and this was featured on the episode "Are You My Neighbor?" Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Like one, like you said, one of the biggest ones. It's a signature hit. Um, I love how this song. Like it's gone even in mainstream circles. They know this song because it's just so popular, so fun. Definitely really engaging. I think this was from like the third VeggieTale DVD they did because the second one. There was an outcry for there was no silly song in it, and they, the public wanted one so bad that they made it a staple for every vegetable DVD after that. And I remember my favorite part of this one is I gave it to the Peach because he's got hair. Just like yeah. they just dropped that line like out of nowhere, and I I know some people that still recite that line like just they're talking about VeggieTales. That's like one of the lines people recite like here and there. Definitely one of the best comebacks. Um, the next song is The Dance of the Cucumber. This was released in 1995. And this episode, or this song was from the episode Rack Shack and Benny. And I remember this one a lot because it, it was a little bit of Spanish and there was a little bit of English. And uh, like I remember Bob trying to translate and getting lost all over the place. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Neither of us, I think, know Spanish too well. So uh, also when I watched, I still didn't know what for sure there was being said, but it was really fun how they did it especially in the very end part when um bob gets upset larry and he starts going after larry for what larry said about him it's just such a fun one it's out with the spanish heritage with it as well i mean it's just such a good one i mean there's nothing offensive nothing wrong it's just a really fun time with it all and that's really cool and i remember you got a lot of popularity just because of the diverse spanish and english too so like i know like a lot of people were reciting it trying to like oh this is my spanish lesson definitely uh, the next track on this one was Love My Lips. This one was featured in 1990 or released in, in 1996 and was featured on Dave and the Giant Pickle. And I just remember thinking, why does Larry need therapy? But then when you hear the song, it explains everything. Indeed. Yeah, it took me a long time to get that it was therapy because I didn't grow up knowing what that was. And then eventually, I think the more of the jokes started coming to me, the older I got, I started realizing more about what was being said. And like you said, the reasons Larry needed therapy Again, such a fun song, and it's definitely one that, especially the fast part where Larry starts telling Archibald the story, that part was something that, as kids, we always try to memorize. And this is still one of the popular ones to the state, too. I think this is, like, in the top three most popular songs they've released. And, like, I think when you look at the Spotify numbers, 
this one has like over like a hundred thousand listens and everything. So agreed. Uh, the next song off this album was the Pirates Who Don't Do Anything. This one was released in 1997, and this was featured on the very first ever special silly songs release. Very silly song. So this song was not really in a normal episode like David the Giant Pickle or Rack Shack and Benny, but it was released on a special like silly song episode. Mm-hmm. That surprised me actually, because like this song, it like you said, it's one, it's a huge one, it's one of the big ones. So I was surprised that it wasn't actually featured on a major episode. But again, I love this song, such a good one of my favorites, and it started a movement which eventually led to the Pirates don't do anything becoming one a group who would see a lot of Veggie Tales, even a full feature length movie many years later. And I think this song kind of set up that movie, even though the movie didn't come out for like another fifteen years or so after that. But it just gained like brought them to like a whole new level. Just like, oh, look, like we can do a spinoff too, not just like normal VeggieTales. Like we can do a spinoff. Mm-hmm. So true. Uh, the next song off this album was the song of the Save View. This released in 1997, and it was featured on Josh and the Big Walk. My favorite part of this music video is when they're doing a slideshow, and it's just like all the pictures of the Cebus and everything. And then they're all like mesmerized to it, and they're like, this is like the greatest thing I've ever seen. Definitely, yeah. This one, I think, is one of the most creative ones. I love this one. My favorite part, I think, is when the slideshow starts messing up and Archibald comes out and just starts confronting Larry on all of it. It's just so fun. I love when Archibald and Larry have these confrontations and silly songs, especially this one. So creative and just such one to, a good one to laugh at. And it's a reoccurring theme. Like, after eventually, like, in the future, like, there's a lot of, like, Archibald and, like, Larry, like, they're, like, Archibald interfering with Larry. Mm-hmm. Indeed, yeah. The next song is Hit Cheeseburger. This one released in 1998, and this is featured on episode of Madam Blueberry. And this is the first silly song that wasn't specifically just Larry. This was all Mr. Vaughn. Like, every song had has Larry until you get to this one. Mm-hmm. So true. Like you said about Archibald interfering, the very start of the silly song shows, like, Larry's going to do something, and then Archibald switches up with Mr. Lunt, which I thought that was a really cool um, callback to that. Mm-hmm. And again, an amazing song. Definitely one of the most popular ones. And one that, again, like me and my siblings, we sing these songs all the time because we grew up with them. And this is one that definitely comes up a lot. And this is Love Songs with Mr. Lunt, too. So, like, I don't think there was ever another love song with Mr. Lunt, but this is still, like, the most popular to date. Oh, yeah. Uh, The next track is Yodeling Veterinarian of the Alps. It's released in 1998. And this was released on the second special silly song release, The End of Silliness. I I don't really listen to this one. This is one I don't remember much. Like it's because it's not as popular as like I love my lips or etc. But like I just had to re-listen to it. But it's still an enjoyable song. And if you're like an OG VeggieTales fan, this is like a song for you. Definitely, yeah. It's not as well known as the other ones, but it's still up there in the same amount of quality. Such a good one. It's a great storytelling. I love the barbershop quartet they have with it as well. It's just such a unique one. Like almost all these songs are. As much as they're all silly songs and they're random, they all have just a distinct feel to them that really grabs them together. And this one was um like they're all have their own special take and they like go like all out for these songs too. They're not like sloppy put together like someone like, oh, like let's just put something together. Mm-hmm, definitely. They're super creative. The next song off this album is Endangered Love. This one released in 2000 and this episode was or this song was featured in an episode King George and a Ducky. This is one of the most popular VeggieTales songs. I think this is the one I play a lot. Like, Barbara, Manatee, you're the one for me, etc. So it's just like this one that gets stuck in your head and people play it out loud if you want to hear a VeggieTales song. This one 
the cheeseburger are probably the most two popular songs so i think i'm not fitting agreed yeah both of those are so popular include this one it's like in the middle of a love song and a silly song and i like i love the part where larry and he takes his bar man team watches on the television about what's going on that part was hilarious to me and still is i love this song especially when bob jumps in and confronts larry on all of it it's just such a fun one and like you said one of the most popular ones that's still being played a lot the next song off this album was larry's high silk hat this was featured in 2001 and the episode is lyle the kindly liking Believe it or not, this is one of the episodes I really don't remember watching, but I just know the song because whenever I see the music video to the song, it gives me Forrest Gump vibes. If you ever seen Forrest Gump, it's just like with the bench and everything and the chocolates and everything. It just made me think of Forrest Gump. Mm, gotcha. I've never seen Forrest Gump, but I did grow up watching this movie a lot, so I love it. The Silly Song is definitely an interesting one. Like you said, I love the bench setting. I love how everyone comes together, and it's just really a surprising one. It it's different, but it's such a good one. So creative, like all of them. And it's definitely got that good feel. And there's just a lot of illusions of Forrest Gump. Like, so he's sitting on a bench. There's a box of chocolates. There's a bus. He's talking to strangers. So, like, if you ever, if you know anything about Forrest Gump, there's a scene, like, famous scene, the same. My mama always told me my life is like a box of chocolates and he's on the bench. I just got the Forrest mm-hmm. Gump vibes from that. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. So, uh, number 11 song on this album was Lost Puppies. This one was actually released before Larry's High Silk Hat. And this was released in 2000. And it featured on the episode Esther the Giant. I mean, the girl who became clean, not Giant. I'm sorry. And this is not a silly song with Larry, but still included a silly song. So this is like one that wasn't technically a mid-episode break. But it was like, I think it was after the episode, if I remember right. So it was just, they switched it up with this episode. And it was really unique just to see how this one came out. Indeed, yeah. I think she sings in the middle of it, and then it comes back again at the end. Um, this is one that I was never fond of too much. I mean, it's definitely silly. It's definitely out there. It's different because it's not Larry. It's not even one of the um, primary characters we know. It's a different mm-hmm. one, just singing a song of her love for puppies, which comes out in an opera turn. It's definitely a unique one, though, that is more than welcome. The next song off this album is Osana. This one released in 1996, so we're going backwards again. And we're now in 1996. This is way before I was born. This was like three years before I was born. But this was featured on the episode of Toy That Saved Christmas. And this was the first Christmas silly song. And I just remember watching this episode like every year at my grandma's house. My grandma's obsessed with Christmas and everything. And this is like her favorite VeggieTales episode. And I just remember watching it. That's awesome. Yeah, same with my family. We would watch Toy That Saved Christmas every year. And this song would be one that we would always get up to and always jump and sing along with. It's definitely a fun one. It's honestly one of my favorite ones because I love the uniqueness. Mm-hmm. I love all the character interactions. And I think they're all like, like you said, they're not just sloppily put together. These are very intentional. They're very well done. And they're silly to the point that they honestly are, you could say masterpieces because we grew up on these. We know they are that good. The next song was not featured on an episode like we've been talking about, like Lyle and the Friendly Viking and everything. But this was featured on the Ultimate Silly Song Collection. And this song is Due to Mushu. But like, I feel like they've done snippets of the song in the past. I think I'm like Madame Blueberry, but I could be wrong. But I just remember hearing snippets of this before it was on the special. Mm, possibly, yeah. My memory is not too fond of it because it's been a while. Mm-hmm. This one, like I've not heard this one for a while until just then. Um, it's a good one. It's like it definitely seems spontaneous. It's not like a mid-break episode, like you said. It's just featuring in the silly song collection. It's still a really good one. Larry and Mister Lunt both singing just about just randomness about uh, tofu, fast food, and just all the things. It's definitely a fun one. It makes you hungry too. It really does. <laughs> and the last song on this 
album of silly songs is the silly song remix medley this is a fun remix blend of classic silly songs i like it but i don't like blending them together like they're special in their own way and like i feel like it's not a bad song it's just like it's not my type of thing agreed yeah even though it's pretty good i don't think the songs blend too well of how they put together i think they could have you know worked a little bit better to mesh them together in a sound a way that works this one just feels like a celebration like a victory lap and it's still pretty good, but it's nothing that stands out to uniquely, honestly. And this is not on the album. I want to bring up a fun fact. So you know the song Gated Community, the silly song Gated Community? Did you know yeah. Matthew West is one of the three quartet members in the song with Larry? I heard that. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's kind of a fun fact about VeggieTales. I know this is that song is not on this album, but I just thought I would share it because we're talking about VeggieTales and silly songs. So when you get the chance to look up Gated Community in the music video, Matthew West is one of the three members in the that group that's awesome um what's your three favorite songs larry <laughs> uh, my three favorite songs are probably the water buffalo song his cheeseburger and oh santa and i my three favorite songs were his cheeseburger larry's hide silk hat and then danger love but overall this is a great album and if you want to dive like back into your childhood roots or just throw back thursday or whatever this is an album i recommend couldn't agree more bob um, we're going to discuss some of our singles of the week. So the first single we're going to be discussing this week will be um, World Gone Cold, Opposites Track. This was the debut metal single. This is another new band with Rockfest Records, just like how Living Scars is a new band with Rockfest. This is Rockfest's other new band. Overall, this is a really good song. This features people from The Letter Black, Demon Hunter, POD, and many other bands. And it, it all blended pretty well, and I'm excited to see what's next for them. Definitely. It was a super solid new song again like you said a great band for rockfest records it has kind of a vibe like i think of their band relent living scars memphis made fire it's definitely got that kind of vibe such a good one it definitely gives me a lot of expectation for what their album will be coming later this year and i think rockfest records is going heavier now that's what it sounds like to me but i like this new direction or heading agreed yes um the next song or single that came out this week was unspoken god help me this was a personal song of God trusting, a uh, trusting God, and God, that God will save us. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and I'm yeah. excited to see this. This is like their first single off their censor late last album, which had reason and everything. So, mm-hmm. indeed, yeah, I think it's honestly the fourth single, but it's definitely like I came out a year after the last three singles that came out. So it's definitely a little different marketing, but this song surprised me from how good it was, how touching it was. Um, a great song about trusting that God comes and he saves us, he heals us. Unspoken, they really are the real deal. And this song shows that strength in their writing. And I, they released three songs too, I think too. It's just not this one song. They have two other songs that they released. So check them out. Yeah. Wherever you can yeah. stream music or YouTube if you want to watch them on YouTube. I don't know. Um, the next song we're going to be talking about is Matthew Parker featuring Jacob Stanford. Uh, this is Bird's Eye View. This is a pop EDM song of feeling lost and needing God direction. This is like another duet or co-op duet, whatever you want to call it, with uh, Matthew and Jacob. And I, I'm excited for to see what's next for them. I hope they release an album together. They work really well together. And Jacob is a good friend of ours. So, indeed, yes, they both blend so well together. Like you said, Jacob's a great friend of ours. And this song, I love it. I love Matthew Parker's style. I know ever since Capital Kings ended, there's always been like a longing for more Christian EDM. And Matthew Parker, Jacob Stanford, both of them, and just solo have knocked it out of the park. And this song coming together, such a good song, a great message, and mm-hmm. definitely one to keep an eye for. 
and I'm excited to see what's next for them. And I wouldn't be mad if they collab. They should like collab and make like Capital Kings too. Now call them collabs, <laughs> but like either one. That would be cool. I think they would make a good band together. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next song is Billy Ballinger's "Who Can Who God Can Use." This is an inspiring song on how God uses us even in our brokenness. And this is a personal song for Billy. He was talking about it. I don't remember all the details, but I recommend checking it out. This is like, he's released a few singles here and there. He was a pre-jam artist on Winter Jam like three years ago. So he's just excited to see him releasing new music. Definitely. Yeah, this song, I mean, I think it's one of Billy's strong ones he's released recently. It's such a good one. Like you said, it's inspiring. It's hopeful. It's got a great contemporary sound. I think this definitely will be an anthem for many listeners going into the new year. And the last song is Klein featuring Mo Pitney. This is a song is Wordy One. This is the first song off Word slash Curb Records for Klein. And this is an anthemic worship song. I really enjoyed it. After seeing Anchor, I was excited to see what's next for Klein. And this is a step to their next maybe album, hopefully. Agreed. Yes. Really hoping that there's an album on the way. Like like you said, the song is honestly, it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's blown me away. I've been singing it honestly all this morning. I love this song, like really passionately love it. I think Saline definitely is a band to keep an eye for. I love it, how they're all just putting this together, the style, all of it. Like it's really, I don't have enough good things to say about it. It's just so good what's going on with their music. And I'm super excited for what's in store next. And you know what's next? You want to know something cool? Klein's going to be joining us next week. So, Oh yeah, that's going to be awesome. It's going to be a great time. So stay tuned for next week. You're not going to want to miss it. I know we just had... Sean B last week, but we're going to have Klein next week. So we're excited to have them come join us and talk things out with us. And well, that's what we have for this week's podcast. I'm really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it's not a normal Christian album like Newsboys, Gillet, Toby Max, things, et cetera, but we felt like switching it up and just having some fun this week. So I hope you guys had fun diving back into these old Veggie Tale songs that everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Have a great week, everybody.